Welcome to the Glory Generation Podcast. Here's your host, James Starr. Hey, what's up? James Starr here. I hope you're doing amazing. Today, I want to go into the second part of the Lord's Prayer where Jesus says, give us this day our daily bread. I want to talk about what that means, how to enter into the power of that, and um, and just go deep in that. So if you haven't watched the first video that I did, feel free to go back and watch that. If you're not subscribed on YouTube, there's a link below. You might be watching this on YouTube, but uh, feel free to subscribe to the channel for more videos like this. Okay, so uh, to kind of recap in video one, we talked about the first part of the Lord's Prayer where Jesus is teaching us how to pray. I don't believe he's teaching us what to pray. He's not teaching us, hey, say this every day, just recite this. Of course, it's a great prayer to quote and to recite, but Jesus is giving us access into the revelation of prayer. What's happening when you enter into this fellowship with the Spirit? What's happening when you engage God in this way? And so we, you know, in the last video, we talked about the opening part of this prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That's the King James kind of version of that. And a lot of people know that prayer. A lot of people can recite that. But when you study that out, what it really kind of turns into, and I'm not saying this is the only meaning because God's word, you know, the rabbis believe and they they used to teach that Uh, every word from God was like a diamond that had 70 facets, that there were multiple ways of looking at the light that came from that word from God. And this is no different. So I'm not saying this is the only meaning, but when I've studied this out, what it really turns into is our father or our supplier. God, we acknowledge that you are our supplier and that you are as close to us as the air that we breathe. Okay, so God is not just up in heaven somewhere, but he is in the heavens. He is, and and that meaning is actually in the air, in the atmosphere. He's in the very air that you're breathing. That is how close God is to you. So it's this prayer, it's this, it's this state that we get into where we acknowledge that God is not far from us, that he is right here with us, that he is the one that supplies for us, not someone else, not our job, not not somebody else, but that he is our supplier. And then hallowed be his name. So that is where we honor his name. We, we ascribe worth to his name. We become aware of the supply that's in his name. And then we realize that in his name, there is a supply. It's not just, oh, I know what his name is. But when you have a revelation of his name, you have access to what the name is revealing. That's really part one of the Lord's Prayer. And what we get into today is the next part because he says this. He says, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And that's really the thing I want to focus on is, is it, it, in that second part, he says, he says, Your kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. So when you're in this place of prayer, of becoming aware of the presence of God in you, around you, on you that you begin to pray father what i'm seeing in heaven what i'm seeing in the spirit what i'm seeing in the kingdom let that come in the earth not just into the land around you but in the earth adam was made of the dust of the earth of the dust of the ground right come into this earth god what i'm seeing in the spirit what i see in the word of god let it come into this earth. Let it come into this realm. What is in that realm? Let it come into this one now, right? Let it come now. And then he says, 
Give us this day our daily bread. And so this is where we come to the place of realizing that God has a word for you every single day. That there is a supply of bread from heaven for you today. A supply of knowledge, a supply of wisdom, a supply of blessing, a supply of revelation, a supply of the thoughts that you need for today. That there is a daily supply of that. And you know, it's interesting because in the Old Testament, they had the temple and there was the outer court, the inner court and the Holy of Holies. And when you went into the inner court, there was a table of showbread. So it was the priest's bread. And at that time, the priest would, you know, uh, periodically or weekly come and deliver teaching, come and teach the people. And that's kind of symbolic of, of like now people go to church once a week or twice a week and the priest or the priesthood or ministry gifts or pastors or whatever, they're teaching the word, right? And you're receiving that word through a ministry gift, which is amazing. God wants that. But that was in the inner court. In the Holy of Holies was actually uh, the manna. And it was interesting because in the Old Testament, when the people were going through the wilderness, Moses was leading the people. There was a time where they needed food and God began to rain manna down from heaven. And the word manna meant, what is it? It was this thing that came from heaven. It was like wafers that that had that tasted like honey and um, the people would eat it. But the manna came from heaven. It was the bread that came from heaven. And so Moses told Aaron, hey, take some of this manna and put it in the Holy of Holies as a, as a token or a sign for the generations to come. And so this revelation here is that you will never live in the secret place with God. You will never live consistently in the secret place with your king, with your God, without entering into fellowship with the daily manna from heaven with the daily word from heaven that God has for your life and that is something that you cannot get from the priest the ministry gifts that God sends into your life the spiritual father that God sends into your life is imperative it is important it is from the Lord but that that will only take you so far the the key is to to accept that and receive that but to also enter into that place where there is a daily fellowship with the spirit of god where every day you're pressing in for that word that comes from heaven and the great thing about this prayer is that jesus is promising you and i a daily word from heaven he's promising us that every day there is a word from the lord for your life but it's not going to come every day through someone else it's going to come through that, the intimacy that you have with him, the time that you spend in prayer with him, the time that you spend in worship, the time that you spend on the floor worshiping him. It's going to, it's going to come through your personal relationship with Jesus. And so there is a supply of the word that is for every day. And another thing about the manna in the Old Testament, it says this in Numbers uh, chapter 11, verse 8, and it says, And the people went about and gathered it, gathered the manna, and they ground it in mills, or they beat it in a mortar, and they baked it in pans, and they made cakes of it. And the taste of it was as the taste of fresh oil. So what was interesting is that the priests would bring bread weekly, and they would eat that as a community. But the manna that fell from heaven, each man was supposed to go out and gather a certain amount for themselves. The manna was eaten individually. The priest bread was eaten as a community. So this bread that came from heaven, 
It did not come in a form where they just picked it up and ate it. It came in a form where they had to take it through a process. They had to grind it in mills or they had to beat it in a mortar and they had to bake it. They had to take it through the process. It needed some work. It needed some heat. And that's like the word in our lives. Many times the word of God is not just going to drop on you. You're not going to get a call every day from a prophet friend that says, I have the word of God for you today. It's going to take some work. That's where the Bible says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. One of the greatest promises of the New Testament is that from the least to the greatest, we would all be taught by God. In the New Testament, we do not have to go through a king or a prophet or a priest every single time to hear God. But this is a covenant right now where because of the power of the blood of Jesus and what he did on the cross and rising from the dead, that every one of us has access to have the Spirit of God live inside of us, and we can live inside of Him, and we can have that relationship. We can be baptized into the Spirit, not just in water, but we can be immersed into a relationship with the Spirit of God where He can begin to speak to us every single day. He can begin to speak to us every single day. So there is a supply of the word of God for you every, every day. And that is the desire of God for our life is that we would enter into that. But it's going to take, it's going to take some work. It's going to take time. It's going to take prayer. And one of the greatest blessings that we have in our life today is the Bible, is the word of God. That you can open up this thing. And the guy in Psalms said, I will, Lord, I will put your word in my heart so that I will not sin against you. See, people sometimes try, you know, they get in this mindset of, okay, I'm going to overcome this thing that I have. I'm going to overcome next time. I'm not going to fall to temptation. And one of the worst things we can do is try to fight the enemy externally. You know, when, when, when Goliath came to fight the children of Israel, the, the Goliath, the giant, was saying, give me a man to fight with. The devil is always looking for a man to be in the flesh to fight with. You're not called to get in the flesh and just fight the enemy, right? So, so one of the things that we do is we hide ourselves in the power of Christ. We hide ourselves in the presence of Christ. We hide the Word of God, the power of the Word of God in us. And it is the power of the Word in us that preserves us, that protects us, that leads us, that speaks to us. And so we can put the written Word of God in our life and the Spirit of the Lord will breathe upon that Word and begin to bring daily bread to us. And uh, also in Matthew chapter 4, uh, this is what the Bible says. Matthew chapter 4 verse 1, it says, then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And then it says, verse 2, And when Jesus had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward uh, hung, he was hungry. And when the tempter came to him, the tempter said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But Jesus answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes or proceeds from the mouth of God. And this is amazing because when the devil comes to him, he knows he's hungry. And the devil says, if you're the son of God, turn these stones into bread. And I believe that that's what the devil is still trying to do to Christians today, to people today, is he's trying to get you to turn the, the things that are in front of you in your life into your daily bread. He's trying to get you to turn your, your doubts, your fears, the things that you're worried about constantly. He's trying to turn that into the thing that you partake of every day 
day and trying to make that your daily bread. And what God is saying is, hey, put those things aside. Look for the bread that comes from heaven. Lift up your eyes and look for the word for today. Because if you can get the word for today from heaven, then that word will lead you, protect you, bless you, guide you, and lead you exactly where you need to go. See, the word of God from heaven will bring the supply that you need. And many times we think of provision in the form of, you know, God providing for us. And we think of financially or someone giving to us or getting a raise or making more money or someone helping us a certain way. And we have all these external things. But many times the provision of God comes in the form of thoughts. It comes in the form of ideas. It comes in the form of that leading in your belly where you wake up and, 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 and you're being led by the Spirit to connect with someone or to do something different that you've never done. And that provision can come in the thought life when you are daily in the presence of God and daily in this thing. So there are things in front of you where, you know, many times maybe there's perceptions that people have of you that are wrong and you spend time daily thinking about those things and worrying about those things. And and the devil is trying to say, hey, take these stones and turn that into your bread. No, take the word and eat the word. Take the word every single day and apply this to your life. Put aside everything else. You know, the Bible says, let us lay aside every sin and every weight, every weight and the sin that doeth so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. So we're called to lay aside all of this stuff and look to the word of God. Look to Jesus every day for the supply of of his word, the supply of his spirit, the supply of his knowledge. Remember, he's as close to you as the air that you breathe. At any moment of the day, you can enter into this prayer where you say, Father, I acknowledge that you're the supplier of wisdom. God, I need wisdom right now. And I believe that your wisdom is as close to me as the air that I breathe. Lord, I need ideas right now in this business. God, I need the right ideas. Lord, I believe that your ideas, that your mind is as close to me as the air I breathe. Lord, it's right here. I stop what I'm doing and I become aware of the supply that is in your presence, the supply that is in your name. And you enter into that kind of prayer and then you begin to live by the Spirit. You begin to walk by the Spirit. And so it is amazing to me that, again, this is not something to just quote every day. It's something to realize and be aware of that God has a word for you every day. Not just a word for your pastor, not just a word for the prophet. He has a word for you and me every single day. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us today. God, give me today. God, give me today the word that you have for me today. Give me today the knowledge that you have for me today. Give me today the wisdom that you have for me today. Give me the ideas that you have for me today. And when you begin to pray like that and press in like that, remember, this is a process. It's going to take some worship. It's going to take some praying in the spirit, praying in tongues. It's going to take some, some fasting at times. It's going, to take, it's going to take these things. 
of consistently engaging the Spirit. But there is a word for you every day. Sometimes it might come in the form of a vision. Sometimes it might come in the form of a conversation with someone else. Many times it will come just from reading the Bible and you get a word for that day, a scripture for that day. That scripture just comes alive on the inside of you, pops up like bread does out of a toaster, and it's just living in you. And you can begin to live by what you see. You can begin to live by what you hear. Jesus said, man will not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. See, many people exist because they eat the bread of this world, but the only way to have the life of God is to eat the word, eat the bread that comes from heaven. And Jesus is that bread from heaven. So I hope this video blessed you. I hope it makes sense to you. But I just want to encourage you, enter into that. Begin to ask God every day. Begin to set your faith. I know, Father, I thank you in advance that you're giving me a word every day this week. I thank you, Father, that today you have a word for me, God. And so right now I stop what I'm doing and I become aware of you. And God, I will sit and wait to see what you will speak to me. And you begin to be hungry. You begin to press in. You begin to expect. And when I say press in, you know, I, I, I don't mean press in as if the veil is not open. Because the Bible says when Jesus died on the cross, the veil was torn from the top to the bottom. You can go right into the presence of God because we have his name. We have the power of his blood that speaks over us, that we are forgiven, that we are free, that we are called, that we're justified, that we're glorified. And we can enter into the presence of God at any moment because of what Jesus has done for us. So set your faith to receive the word that God has for you every single day. Man, I can uh, see this is the stuff that will make you happy. You can preach yourself happy. This stuff is amazing. So uh, I love this, this prayer because for me, this is not something, again, to quote or recite, but this is a realm. This is a world. This is a gate. This is a door for us to go into. And this, this prayer allows us to set our faith at this place where we know what the Lord is wanting to supply to us. And so I'm going to pray for you right now. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for everyone that watches this video. Father, I pray that they would enter into a grace for their own life, God. Not just a grace that comes from the ministry gifts, from the prophet, from the apostles. And, and although we're thankful for that, Lord, I pray that everyone watching this video would enter into a grace where no matter what they do in their life, no matter what gifting they have, that they can enter into that grace where they can receive the word that you have for them every single day. Lord, speak to them daily. Speak to them in the night. Speak to them in the morning. Speak to them in the evening, Lord Jesus, and let them be strengthened by the supply of your word. Let them be blessed by the strength of your word. Father, let them be overcome with your presence because of the daily ministry of your word into their spirit. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, be blessed and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to The Glory Generation today. As a reminder, we would love for you to subscribe and review. We love hearing your feedback, stories, and testimonies. Also, please share the podcast with your friends and help us raise up a generation of radical believers that will see the glory of God invade every area of life.